Hey everyone, this is Will from the 4Plot Podcast reminding you to follow us on all your favorite social channels. You can find us on Twitter at 4Plot Games or Instagram at 4Plot. Simply search the number 4, P-L-O-T, with no spaces and you'll find us right there. Give us a follow and get exclusive content you can only find on our social media. So pull out your phone, give us a follow, and we'll see you out there. So, uh, well yeah, there. that's, that's, uh, that's, that. <laughs> God, man. So, man it's so hey, man. good. Hey, man. Try that again, man. Here's what you do, man. You think where you're going yeah, before yeah. you start talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, man. Um, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, listen, man. We're, we're just your friends out here, all right? This is just, I'm not sure you are anymore. <laughs> I'm not really sure you are. No, not us with you. I mean, us with our <laughs> listeners. People on the internet, welcome to another episode of the Four Plot Podcast. Today, around the microphones, we have Trevor, Shia, Matt. Uh, I thought you were gonna go <laughs> counterclockwise. I wasn't ready. You can't go to Trevor then to I me. I'm on the I other side. Okay, let's try to get Trevor, Shia, Matt, Shia, Mike. No, I still wasn't ready. Hello, and a brand new face on the podcast, hey. Lacey. So that's why I went in that order because I had to get to Lacey last and I couldn't jump Trevor. And I don't Lacey. know. If she. I don't know. If she needed three uh, trial runs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the probably trailers, not. Just the first two would have probably been enough, yeah, but it's so, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, let me just let me just turn this down now. <laughs> Every week we do this. I have, to, I have to bring this back. All right, here we go. So uh, today we have a very interesting topic to talk about. It's something that I'm I'm excited to talk about. This is actually suggested by Lacey, our guest this week on the uh, podcast. We're going to talk about mythology in video games. So when we think about mythology, of course, uh, some of us may know more than others when it comes to mythology. You've got Greek mythology. You've got Norse mythology. You've got so many other mythologies. Just point right. to me when it, you want me to start talking about Lord of the Rings, man. Okay. <laughs> I got you back, all right? Yeah, cool. So uh, so we talk about uh, bringing up mythology in video games and really talking about how, of course, you know, there's games that always come to mind, right? Which we'll get to in a second. All the games that come to mind when you think mythology, I feel like we're not going to, we don't want to dive into right now, but there's one game that, you know, comes in everybody's mind. But talking about other games that use it, um, talking about uh, did they use the games well, and even talking about today the different games that they made, they created their own mythos. They've created their own stories that are really now become more of like video game mythology. Um, you know, of course, not like Greek or Norse mythology, but video game mythology, which is the best kind of mythology, I mean, if you ask sure me. Is. I mean, if, I, if, if they had a video game mythology class when I was in high school, I, def- I definitely would have taken Aced. that for sure. Definitely. I mean, I can... I can go back and give you Mario mythology uh, all day long, you know. Come on, elevator pitch Mario mythology, man. Go. I, I can't. I can't even do it. I can't even name all the princesses in Mario at this oh, point with all like the different Mike, things. That was a very weird uh, thing to say that you don't know, man. All the princesses in Mario. I, but there's only <laughs> with, with, there's like Daisy and there's Peach and I've there's been like studying Rose. so much, but still there's, there's <laughs> so but much there's, research. I mean, I you mean, know the the Mario mythos. Well, there is. I mean, but you got you got like Rosalina, right? That's the one. Like I, I don't know, she's in Mario Kart. And I'm like, oh, I don't know snap. where she, I don't know where she came from, man. She's some some blonde princess with the blue she's drip. From, uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Okay, see, I didn't play Galaxy. See, see I knew you knew some. I knew see? you knew some stuff. Mike. I know. I know some stuff. Okay, so who was who, who was in Sunshine? Who was Sunshine's uh, that, princess? That was Peach. Okay, that was Peach. So it's all been Peach, except for except for Rosalina, who was who was who was 
galaxy and where did Daisy where Daisy uh, come? There's in? actually a very convincing uh, theory. Shout out to the game theorists, uh, Matt Pat, amazing channel. Uh, check them out. Uh, that uh, I believe it's Rosalina is Peach's daughter with Luigi using okay. like genetic. Sun- no, I'm serious. <laughs> okay. He's got evidence. Like genetic science, she's left-handed. So is Luigi. Eye color is all sorts of weird stuff. You got. Oh snap, man! That's, <laughs> Yo, that's did that's, you say no? They've got evidence. <laughs> that's less. That's less Mario mythology, more Mario soap opera. So that's, that's, oh, Mario no, fan man. fiction. Hey, hey, listen, man. send yeah. me that link, man. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. That's like that's like Bowser. Uh, what's what's the what's the female? What's the new Bowser princess? If um, it's Nintendo, man, they're it, probably called Princess Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like deep. It's like I think Bowsette. Bowsette. But I think that's oh. something different. Can, can, fact checker, can we look that up? What, maybe, you, maybe don't look that up. <laughs> I believe that is actually Bowser, who's been somehow polymorphed into another form. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's an original what? character. Uh, Yo, Bowsette? what? My man, Matt is on okay, it. Ba- okay, Bowsette. Yeah, so Baz- Bowsette or Koopa Heim is a fan-made gender-bent version of the Mario franchise character Bowser, <laughs> in which he is transformed to resemble the character Princess Peach using a power-up. Wow, that is yeah. that the that, kind oh. of hard hitting content that, that, <laughs> that you come to, to expect from this channel. Okay, wow. Let's That's, let's let's not go any deeper into yeah. that. We won't dive any deeper into Bowser. Minus it's, minus to say, every PAX in Comic Con I've been to in the last year, there's like fifty Bowsettes walking around. Is that right? Oh yeah, like it's it's oh, it's wow. a she it's, looks good. It's a definite thing now. <laughs> Trevor, <Yeah>. oh, peeks <laughs> across the monitor. Like, oh, I, I wasn't interested to him now. Anyway, moving along. That is nothing to do with what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about Mario princesses in today's podcast. No, we're talking about Greek mythology, Norse mythology, all kind of mythology, and video games. First and foremost, let's go around. Let's talk about games right now that use mythology, that use some of the some of the more well known mythologies in a great way. Of course, the first game everybody thinks of, of course, is. God of War. God of War. Okay, now here's the deal. I'm going to tell you right now. I haven't played. Okay. The new God of War. My my friend Mike here and Lacey, they've let me borrow their copy, and I'm going to play it very soon. So kind. As soon as I'm done web slinging over there <laughs> in Spider Man, Man. been playing Spider. I got my PlayStation like two weeks ago, and I'm like just Spider Man and out right now. But when I'm done, it's God of War time. So why don't you guys give us a little like in depth into like because we know that they like flip mythologies this time. So why don't you give us like a little background on what God of War is and where it comes from, maybe. And then, like, where this God of War kind of like deviates and does something I think different. That game uh, came out when Will was like a junior in college, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, first of all, I was a freshman in college. <laughs> oh, a freshman, okay? a freshman. I'm sorry, okay, 25 I'm, years ago. Right, I'm sorry that I was a freshman in college when all of you guys were graduating kindergarten. So I, yeah. So I actually, I actually do this podcast in the local AV room in our high school. All these guys, they're still in high school. <laughs> we gotta wheel you out of here, man. Whenever, whenever we're I'm done. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let these guys take God of War. I'm gonna be quiet. And I'm actually going to walk into the next room and go turn up the thermostat because it's just hot as literal Hades in here. That's <laughs> oh, a mythology segue. <laughs> <laughs> that was lame. Keep going. Okay, so um, God of War, first of all, uh, so debuted in 2005 on the PlayStation 2, for those of you guys that still have your consoles around. Um, and then the most recent game did release last April to 2018, but I actually haven't gotten the chance to play the original games. My husband Mike has. Yeah, I played some, some of the original. I know you guys have played some as well. So the basis for the first game is Kratos was a Spartan warrior who was about to die in battle and basically sold his soul to Ares to allow him to defeat 
the enemy and he kind of became like Kratos. I mean, sorry, he became Ares's like chosen guy. Ares being the, the God, of war. God of War. Right. Yes. That, that's why they called it God of War. Right. Ah, right. Love right. It. Connections. Real deep. Um, so never get it straight, man. Mars there's there's Aries. <laughs> Aries is sometimes like a ram in the in the constellate in the, the zodiac what... line. It gets it gets goofy, man. So he um, ends up basically killing his family because Ares like tricks him into doing that, and the game ends with him killing Ares and becoming the god of war. So we're also Ugh. seeing immediately some Hercules references, even just mythology, when he had to go through um, some of his own. Um, his tests, his really. trials, yeah. yes, his trials. Um, but the twelve labors. Thank you, the twelve labors. Wow. Watch out, man. Good um, lord. Which he had to do because he murdered his family, and so we see Kratos right. having to go through. And I don't know if they realized that. that like they were going to use Hercules in I think God of War three when you had to fight him. And he's real weird in that. In that <laughs> he's a he's a big boy. <laughs> he's. He looks I just. <laughs> Interesting character decision on that. I just want to fall back and point out that we talked about this podcast for probably an hour before we actually started recording. Matt didn't say a word the entire time, and now he's just dropping bars over and here. Now like he's like, oh yeah. In case you were curious, with Latin that and Greek over here. Man. So continue. So God of War. So yeah, we, we have the general story of God of War, where and he basically goes through and kills all of the gods in the Greek pantheon throughout Zeus. all of the, the original games. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Athena. So God of War three comes to a close. I mean, I think we can. I mean, we're not, we're not gonna just ahead before you cut, turn this podcast off. We're not going to spoil God of War if you haven't played it, the new one, right? Mm -hmm. But God of War 3 at this point, we're talking about what? Release date, if the first one came out in 05, probably say... Statute of Limitations. Yeah, it, that's over. So how does God of War 3 end? Because actually, if you go back and listen to our very first podcast we ever did, which I, I'm, I'm going to need to post those long-form episodes on our new uh, like channel. Absolutely. But you, Trevor and I bonded over God of War 3 because both of us, we never finished it, or I didn't finish mine anyway, because we both got so mad that we smashed our PlayStation controllers. Yeah, so two, se two, two separate God of War experiences that made us rage quit the whole series. Right, and never mine finished. Was, mine, mine was God of War 2, and uh, maybe there's some mythology to back up uh, this the, uh, this obstacle that they put in the game. You know me, Will. I, I love Link, uh, Zelda Link to the Past. Yeah. I love, you know, you know Earthbound and Secret you know Secret of Evermore, a lot of those old Super Nintendo games. Oh, yeah, the that's classic Secret my, of Evermore. No. <laughs> that's where my love for games with any kind of puzzles just stopped. Okay. You yeah. know me. I, I'm not a big puzzle guy. Maybe Zelda Ocarina of Time, uh, but, but yeah, the, the puzzle part of God of War kind of got to me when I was trying to it's, – it's basically you've got to – climb the side of this cliff and it's this big cylinder with blades on it and they're spinning the entire time you're climbing up it and if you get hit once by the blades you fall all the way to the bottom which is clearly mythology yeah it's, it's yeah. back it's backed so tell us what happens in god of war 3 <laughs> at the end funny you should mention that um i think everything gets destroyed like the world so they kind of had to retcon a little bit of that <laughs> everything basically Oopsie. everything basically falls into the sea at the end of oh. god of war and it kind of teases you with Kratos surviving because you think he's going to die. And then there's like an end scene where he's like, he shows him like stumbling away. But that was pretty much it. So, you know, you kind of have to have a little yeah. suspension of, of belief because clearly everything has not been destroyed since they released <laughs> the new game. <laughs> clearly, uh, it, everything's not gone. So it's planet Earth, but all the Earth. So it's specifically planet, it's Greece, I think, that okay, falls into okay. the sea. Gotcha. I mean, you don't want to read too deep into <laughs> the into science. <laughs> if you remember, it was a game about punching things to death. <laughs> right. 
like punching I mean, the gods to death. No, yes. man, all that, all that, all that, uh, punching the gods. Dude, to those death. those those dueling blades that he whips around with the chains, man. That oh, many many scholars, oh. many scholars agree, man. That's uh, that's actually that's uh, a real battle tactics from. Yeah, I don't think day. you can really want to discuss the science of a game where you kill the guy who holds up the earth. <laughs> Atlas! Well, no, he holds up the sky so it doesn't crush the earth. Correct. He keeps them separate. Oh, They're husband and wife. Oh, man. No, wow, you should really earth. learn no. more no. about your mythos. Right. It was Hercules who got tricked into holding up the sky for a little while. Yeah. But he got out of it. Because yeah. Atlas Yeah, as you do. Yeah. Like yeah. you do. Like well, cl- clearly, Lacey and Matt are the like dominating forces <laughs> on this podcast. We're today. just like, we're like video games. <laughs> I'm from Alabama, and I found Papa, can I play you Zelda? Good God. <laughs> can I play you Zelda, God. Papa? Okay. Sorry, Lacey, continue. Yeah, I just... So, moving on to the new game that came out, and there's so much we could talk about that would end up spoiling um, what's going on, um, but we promise no spoilers in this game, but you, you get to enter the game, um, and I'm really impressed uh, just with the story, the way they're able to use the mythos, they're able to incorporate it into Kratos' new story, um, and you immediately get to meet his son Atreus, and they start to explore the world, and you just see a full um, connectivity between the people they meet, between the tasks they have to do, some of the steps they have to take. Not only do you see references to mythology, but you actually start interacting with the Norse mythology and gods and just how they're living in their universe today. His son definitely gets award for most mythological name in the series. It's like Atreus Oh, and the kid's got scars up and down his face. He's like, oh, yeah. Bone arrow. So God of War is sort of like the most overt like mythology game, right? Right. But honestly, like there's so many other games that use references or like the names of items and things like that. It's just like I don't think people wanted to come up with anything new, so they just go through the Wikipedia page, right. see no, what they it's, can. It's uh, like when you're fi- trying to find a name for your uh, for your character, either in a video game up. or a role Shut playing up. game. Shut you up. just hit that old Norse mythology name generator, man. Uh, don't you, don't say you haven't done it, man. Don't I thought you were about it. to make a joke about my Lynn Victus name that I oh, wound up. I wasn't, but thank you for reminding <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, you're Will, welcome. Why don't you give us that little? Let it's that it's little a two, it's a two second story. I thought I was gonna be real cool and name my character my gamer tag Invictus, like, oh, yeah. and then with like a one like the like a Roman numeral 10 because my birthday's on the 10th of January oh, kind of thing and I was like oh I was so excited man and it was free it was, like, it was open and I was like this is weird you get that one is. for free well, no no I'm saying it was free it was like, it, like no, I, no, I def- right, right, no I definitely paid for it um, <laughs> but I was saying it was free like it was available right and okay. I was like oh my god like how is this available how is literally Invictus, Invictus X uh, like available so I got it and everything was all cool until we played Halo 4, I think it was. Which auto-capitalizes. Which auto-capitalizes your entire gamer tag. And that's when we realized, somebody's like, why is your name Linvictus? <laughs> because I'd used the lowercase L instead of the capital I. So it was L-N-V. Like it was, I was like, oh. Rookie mistake. Oh, so then I'd spend another $10 Ten bucks, yeah. to change it again. So, yeah. It's oh, it's, it's a... It's all good. Yeah, man, changing your name for ten dollars for a joke, man. That that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's real dumb. That's real dumb. Yeah, like like maybe like perhaps maybe if you got on the Halo uh, launch cast and your name was Will Jacks Brantley, uh, but then they submitted it wrong and it was Will Jacks Bentley on the television. <laughs> 
and then and then somebody named Matt makes a joke to somebody named Mike. He's like, dude, wouldn't it be funny if they sent you a prize pack, but they sent it actually to the guy Will Jacks Bentley's gamer tag? And then within I don't know six seconds, Mike had changed his gamer tag to Will Jacks Bentley and left and it that way for, for a, a freaking year, time. man. <laughs> like for a long time. Long time. Yeah, people would be like, oh, do Will Jackson. Mike's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm the real and Will but, Jackson. And a bunch of our dumb friends couldn't tell the difference between Will Jackson Brantley <laughs> Will Jackson Bentley, man. If Shannon and Lee would jump in the party, <laughs> Will, Will, you there? Is that you, Will? Just like, And then Mike would speak up and they'd be like, uh, this person has left the party. <laughs> It was harsh, but true. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So back back to mythology. Okay. So, um, okay. So so we know those. Ga- but what? Are, yeah. Mike's got a great point. What are other games that have taken that have taken mythology elements, right? Or maybe like Lacey was saying earlier, and Lacey, maybe you can go into it about how, you know, a lot of games sometimes they cherry pick what they want out of certain mythologies and mythos. Because what you guys don't know, Lacey, tell them exactly why you know so much about all the mythology stuff. So, um, I actually went to FSU and ended up with my fourth major change, uh, being a religious studies major, but wow. loved it. And so got to take all these crazy classes just about mythos, what is religion, history, just understanding, um, all of that. But, um, that craziness has basically led me into an obsession with everything from, um, Miss and Legends podcast, shout out to Jason and his wife, Krista, who are amazing and actually even the only reason I wanted to play God of War is because they started sharing God of War in their podcast and actually ran a podcast talking about Norse mythology to lead up to the release of the game. That's awesome. So what's their podcast again? So it is Myths and Legends. It's actually one of the highest rated podcasts in the Apple uh, store. Ooh. Yeah. I have not listened. I will check it out now for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So one one for me, I know me and me and Matt have probably a collective thousand hours in this game. Um, but uh, Skyrim is, is one that definitely borrowed a mm-hmm. lot from both Scandinavian and Norse mythology. Um, that is the same thing. Sorry? It's pretty much the same thing. No, but it's but it's different. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take your word for it. Both skin. Could you give us an example of Scandinavian mythology? <laughs> yes, trip? Man, hold on. Anything? I got some. What? I got some right here, man. Please. I've also got some Norwegian, Swedish, and Danish for you. If you'd like. Oh, good. But, yeah, yeah Danish not mythology. Scandinavian, but those. Okay, so no, so, but a lot so, of the names, a lot of the names of like the underground caves and everything's like that, and in Grav, Usengrav, yeah. different things like that, which you know is the word that means cave or underground place. You've got the jarls that are kind of the the kings mm-hmm. of the holds that they you know get that from Swedish and. and Scandinavian mythology, uh, Jarls or Earls, Shield Maidens, yep, things like yep. that. The, the, the afterlife they go to is a Yorvasker, right? Yorvasker. essentially right. just Valhalla. So Absolutely. Be, so before I jump into kind of this next point of this next game, I want Lacey to kind of give an example of the difference between mythology and religion. Like, what, what, like for someone who's, who's obviously studied religion and mythology and all this, like what, what, what is a key difference between mythology and religion? So really what you're seeing in a mythology is a culture um, embodying maybe a story to help explain a phenomenon. Um, For example, uh, Greek gods were attributed to help understand seasonal changes um, because Persephone was in the underworld for part of the year, which explained winter. Um, And her mother Demeter, who was the goddess of agriculture, was literally sad. And so that's why we got winter, because she refused to help the wheat grow. So mythology really looks at things through a story 
storytelling perspective um, and religion. Explain things to people who didn't have the technology to understand what was happening. Correct. Whereas religion, we're really seeing people um, find a higher connectivity and um, not necessarily always look for an explanation, which I know a lot of us want to ask God, why? Why is this happening? But they're really looking for something that embodies that question of, you know, why am I here? Um, You know, just more of a the universe question. You know, how do we get here? Where are we going? Kind of a thing. The red versus blue type questions. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Those those important life questions. Griff Simmons questions. Because I know when I think of like when I think of video games and I think of mythology, this is not technically mythology. It is really more religion, but it is based off the Christian um, worldview of things would be Darksiders. I feel like Darksiders, you know, if you guys hadn't played that game, Darksiders 1 and 2 did not play 3. Um, it got it got a so-so review, so I haven't... And it's still f- like 60 bucks in the store, even though it got so-so reviews. I mean, come on. I have enough decency to drop that a few bucks. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah, me try on. and... Help us out, guys. I have enough decency to put that on the games with gold, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Let me, let me try it out, and then I'll buy your DLC. Um, but, you know, uh, Darksiders 1 and 2 are fantastic games, and they're all based off... Um, uh, like the book of Revelation in the Bible. So it's like the four horsemen, the four horsemen thing, right? And so, uh, which I thought they did a really good job with. I feel like, you know, of course, this is, you know, if you are of the Christian faith and you do know a lot about it, I mean, <laughs> don't don't go in that video game expecting it to be like, oh man, this is biblical. It's <laughs> like a Bible study. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't, don't, I mean, this this game wasn't made by Focus on the Family, so I, I don't, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not Darksiders really... 2 sponsored by Dr. James Dobbs. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so mad you made the James Dobson reference. I thought that uh, I thought that it was done really well. It, it gave. I mean, how many times have you? I mean, how many? First of all, how many video games take something biblical, okay, and and, and out of like the Christian faith and like do anything with it, and then so make stylized it, and, and then make it like so cool, really cool. Yeah, <laughs> like it was it was done really really well. You liked the second one even more than the first one, didn't you? Um, I, yeah, I like the story of the second one better. I like the gameplay of the first one better. I just because the the. They they went they went very God of War on the second one. They gave him like the swinging like uh, blades. Yeah, and it was stuff. even more God blades of War, chaos. but yes, yeah, they yeah. they 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 gave him like yeah the blades of chaos, right? More more something like that. Where the first one was like big sword and and it was a little bit more linear, but it was uh well even in God of War the the axe that Kratos has at the beginning of the game it's called the Leviathan axe. Mm-hmm. That is not even necessarily a Norse reference. You're looking at no, that's biblical. That's biblical with an ancient Jewish or Christian culture, which funnily enough, Christian um, North mythology is influenced by um, Christianity because that's how the mythology got there. It was a Northern Germanic one, and then Christian people took it to Scandinavia. Kind of Lovecraftian stuff that kind of comes from a lot of the sea creatures and the pirate, you know, yeah. yes. the old pirate legends and different things like that, which is fun. Well, Leviathan, just that term from the Bible, it's one of those that like that's like a very evocative word. There's so many video games that use something oh, yeah. with that type of word or behemoth or something from like the Bible. At least guy. five destiny yeah. weapons have the word <laughs> Leviathan. Yeah. Well, Mass Effect 3. Did you ever play the Leviathan yeah, DLC? Leviathan. Which yeah. is like the origin of the Reapers. But so it's, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. so it's just those types of words or those names are so evocative. They just make you like put some extra weight on whatever there's, it is. There's little things too. Like I, when I was kind of looking into some more of the mythology stuff behind Skyrim, that's so interesting. Like things that you just had no idea actually had roots in old mythology, like dark elves. Like, so we, so we see like the, uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, of course, one of the most, um, you know, well-known characters, Drizzt, you know, Drizzt. I'm not sure how many, um, how you Drizzt Durden. Durden. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, you know, of that dark elf race. And actually they have like, 
uh, some writings really, really early on from Norse mythology about like the those dark elves and mm-hmm. how they lived underground and different things like that. Uh, addressed in the uh, ever popular Thor the Dark World. Oh yeah, there <laughs> are dark elves in Thor the Dark World. That's right. So Did just anybody to, see that? Yes. Just to go back to your uh, your Lovecraft uh, thing you were saying, I did look up on GiantBomb.com like some mythos games, like games that use mythology. And uh, thank you, man. And uh, this game, I have no idea. It looks like it was for pack, packs. It was for Mac, PC, and Linux. Okay, it's called Cultist Simulator. <laughs> oh no! Oh, okay. no. And they have a description. Hold on, they have a description. It says described as a quote game of apocalypse and yearning. Uh, Cultist Simulator is a narrative card game set in the 1920s where players vie to establish a Lovecraftian cult. I feel like that would have been fine, except for it has the word card in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Narrative yeah. card game, Won't you huh? hit me with yeah. card? Yeah. Well, one of the games I really like is Bloodborne on, on PlayStation, Ooh. which is very clearly inspired Terrifying. by Lovecraft. Like, all of the, the Cthulhu mythos. So, you know. It, Don't really, tell me that, man. You're going to make me want to get oh, a... it's so good. I really want to... I should have bought it. It was on sale last week for the Days of Play sale. Mm. It was on sale for 10 bucks, and I didn't buy it, and I should have. So, it's, it's like yeah. Sweeney Todd the game, right? So it's literally Much like worse. gothic horror meets like Lovecraftian like oh, stuff. So it's awesome. so good. I, Lacey hates it. She, I, she's okay, terrified okay. of it. So I'm one of those people who I love a good story. Like I will watch a movie, read a book, do whatever I have to get this good story out of it. I mean, but, and then I'm watching Michael play this game and just realizing like, oh, I'm going to wake up at 2 a.m. terrified because it's so just evocative and, and, and visceral and just your understanding of the game and it's just dark and creepy and Very wonderful dark. and what horrible. Happens, what happens when your character dies again? Something really interesting happens with your character when he... So you go back to this place called the Hunter's Dream, which is like, so without going too deep into the spoiling of the game, but like you don't really die. You you end up basically coming back. They do something cool with the respawn, right? With the respawn system with that game. Uh, well, one thing is everything that like your your souls, or in that case, it's your blood echoes, which is kind of your experience slash your currency. Oh. You can go back to where you died and pick them up as long as you don't die again. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. but Yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah. I, li- I like that mechanic. Also, that's the most heavy metal way to describe respawning that I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> Blood, Blood echoes. Blood echoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll notice that like Dark Souls, everything is Souls related. They literally just did like a find and replace with the word blood. blood. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it's the same game, really. It's Blood just, Souls. The, 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 the ultimate blade. It's called the Blood Blade. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out, enemies so, for the Blood Blade. So there's one more on this list, okay, <laughs> that, uh, that I love. I know. Move. Move your move your hand okay look it, it's worth mentioning because it's not mythology okay it's not biblical or religion but it is fairy tale based if you didn't know that okay I, fairy you got, tale is very different than a myth so you guys these guys okay Lacey, just to catch you up uh these guys make fun of me because one of my just all-time favorite games that i played recently was the tale tale <laughs> series <laughs> called 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 the wolf among us, okay. Now, well said. Now they make fun of me because when I say it fast, because I talk What's fast, that I say game about. I say wolf mungus, and it sounds like a, a wolf fungus. Pe- we sure, just, sure. we tail, just, tail just shut up, just shut up, tail. just shut up. We tail, just covered. Tail. No, we, you can't make that joke. You just did that like last week or the week before, right? Okay. So the deal is, is that but the wolf among us is based off the fable comics, right? They're, they're called fable, whatever the fable storyline. And it's 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 fairy tale based. So if you haven't played that or haven't read those comics, I want to go read the comics. 
but basically it's fairy tale characters living in our world and having to adapt to to um, situations on Earth, and they live in New York City. That's a fantastic game. If you haven't played that, and if they haven't pulled it off the store, because I know they were pulling a lot of their games off because you know they're shut down now. But yeah, well, and it's interesting because like you'll you'll see these fairy tale creatures, and every single one, like you know, just from you know pop culture like you just mm-hmm. you know them all you see them and i feel like there's so much extra weight that's added to this character you know nothing about just when they say hey this is you know this character this is the witch from you know Grimm's yeah. fairy tales or something like that right, where right, right. it is really nice because it, it adds to, so much case, the werewolf yeah, yeah i mean that yeah you're the werewolf in in wolf among us so well wolf, i think wolf among us. you can see things like you know werewolves um i mean you can just see all kinds of characters become popular like if i tell you oh there's a werewolf in this game and you get to like you immediately know some of the things like you know oh the lunar cycle is going to affect this character oh you just have a context for yeah. what the character might go through you can immediately look at things i mean the first thing that popped in my head was dragons completely based mythology borrowed by so many different games Mm. understandings you know you can easily look at everything we talked about skyrim um there's some there's some dragons from north Norse mythology that i'd love to uh try to pronounce for you oh i actually know how to pronounce them so you can try i'll I'll try and then you do the the the, uh, the, the correct one okay okay the first one is fafnir fafnir yeah oh yes what about uh jormangendari so that actually sounds a lot cooler than I could say, but it's Jormungandr is kind of the Americanized Ooh, way to say okay, it. I was actually going to mention uh, Jormungandr because they chose the name Leviathan for uh, Kratos's axe mm-hmm. when Jormungandr is actually a really appropriate name for that because that's essentially the Norse sea serpent. You do kind of hang out with him for half the game. Oh, awesome. So he is a character. Okay, so that's the kind of guy from the thing? That. The thing? The, the, the I big see him a lot of, in a lot of the promo, the big serpent looking thing? Yeah. Awesome. He's chill. The world serpent. World that's, serpent. That, that's the guy from the, the thing. thing. <laughs> so, so that is I, one of the three children of Loki. Okay. okay. That that's then, Loki. That's what, okay, cool. Sorry. Tom Hiddleston. You, that, you know yeah, him. No, well, I know. That's what, My roommate, that's what he was saying, the, the children of Loki. It yeah. wasn't Odin. Actually, Tom Hiddleston children. is in the new God of War. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that ain't true. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just shows up like oh, hey. hey, what's up? So 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 one, one more one more from uh, from Skyrim that I know they put this in. By the way, they came up with like a lot of dragon names for Skyrim. All right, so yeah, so I've got one more here. I'm gonna I'm gonna do for you, Lacey. I hope I don't butcher this. Is okay. uh, Nidhogg. Not that far off, actually. I'd even Nidhogg is just the oh, way we so say it in America. So um, but yeah, you're probably you're probably using a nice gurgle that was most likely uh, gurgle. Yeah. Doing my best. Also, um, Talos. I feel like they based a lot off of Odin as well. Yeah, yeah, the all the mighty Talos. I think something really interesting too is when we're seeing these characters we have in video games um, from mythologies we're familiar with Odin, Thor, all these different characters. We immediately have like black and white, good guy, bad guy interpretation. I am loving the way God of War and maybe some other games too are just flipping that on its head. Whether it's successful or not, it just has you see the mythology through a new lens and keeps you on your toes. Yeah, that's really cool. Anytime, I mean, <laughs> we always make the joke because. Of the uh, the Game of Thrones thing, uh, the <laughs> Lace is okay. She dropped her mic over there. Um, the uh, uh, subversion is cool, kind of <laughs> subversion. <laughs> but but it is really neat. I love it when they take because you're right when they're able to take something that's so well known and so ingrained in culture and be like, oh, but watch out, and then flip it in a good way, not in a way where oh hey. We ruined Game of Thrones. Not in that way. <laughs> you know what I'm Not in that and, way. And no, spoil- sorry, Ryan, if you're listening. And no spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen 
that god awful finale. But uh, just stop at season seven. <laughs> just and you'll be it, so much better. <clears> off. You'll be so much better off. Um, uh, <clears throat> we we also I think we've uh, we're avoiding the elephant in the room. I know you guys are all thinking it. I'm thinking it. The most you know Norse mythology heavy game of all time. Everybody can say it with me. Two human. Two human. Two human. <laughs> Will only knows that because I talked about it earlier. I took notes. Everybody knows Give two us a human, right? Anecdote about two human. Okay. Two human. This was a game that Matt, a, a young Matt Easterling, was was super excited uh, about. One game. of the most August anticipated games of all times. On yeah. your Xbox 360. In 2008, because uh, it came out in 2008, because it was supposed to come out in 1999. Holy oh, Anthem! Lord. What are you serious? <laughs> Wow. Yes, uh, Anthem could have done with a few of those years. Maybe we can, you so know. So the developer was Silicon Knights? Yeah. yeah. Uh, of, it, of Silicon Knights fame. Yeah. No, it's really sad. Okay, hang on. This this headline, because I'm looking up Two Human, this headline is The Bizarre Story Behind Two Human, The Game That Kills Killed Silicon Knights. Yeah. Silicon Knights. It's not a happy story, much like Norse mythology. I think that was a meta Very choice true. for them Ooh, to use it to destroy their company in a Ragnarok style explosion. Um, Deep cut. <laughs> but no, it was actually a really interesting <laughs> game because you actually played like through events of North mythology leading up, I think, and culminating with Ragnarok in a sort of like sci-fi, you know, uh, Norse mythology setting. Like you played as Balder. You fought alongside, you know, Thor and Tyr. <clears throat> there were major characters in the game. You okay. played as okay. Balder? Can yeah. I, can so I just... you had to fight your way through Hell then because you yeah. would have been sent to Hang Hell it. because mm-hmm. you were killed. Can I, can I just read? So tight. I'm just going to read this paragraph. But you got from, out? From this article on Forbes.com, which just seems like an odd thing for Forbes.com like to, thing, to be yeah. reporting on. Like, and you know what? About this game, too. Let me tell you something yeah. about also, this Also, funny case. enough, this, this story is what, from what, two days ago, I believe? Uh, let's see. It is from. Oh, hang on. Uh, yes, it is from June 16th, 2019. Wait, Super weird. We're so That's relevant. really bizarre. Hot off the presses, ladies and Wait, gentlemen. Okay. Extra, extra, read all about Matt, it. Matt, how did you know that this was from two days ago? Were you looking up? Uh, He's got two human vision, man. Okay. Two Human was originally supposed to release in 1999 on the original PlayStation. Then, Silicon Knights and Nintendo formed a partnership, and the game moved over to a GameCube release in 2000. Development stalled as the studio shifted focus to two other games, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, and Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes, which is a great game, by the way. Both um, famous games we've heard of. I did not I did not hear of Eternal Darkness I'm until this moment. <laughs> but but Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes is a fantastic game. Uh, did you did you see there where Silicon Knights is originally based based at? No. Where they're located? No. They are the only Canadian developer oh. of video games that I have ever come in contact with. Oh, really? Okay. There, are, yeah. there are actually a lot of Canadian developers. Uh, oh, of Bioware, the cold the Bioware Montreal? Yeah. Did they yeah, Bioware has a Montreal office. Uh, so here's the explanation of the game. Okay. Carry on. Let's hear it. Too Human, a sci-fi action RPG about Norse gods who take on the form of cybernetically enhanced humans battling against the robotic forces of Loki disappeared. It wasn't until five years later in 2005 the game re-emerged, now scheduled to become an Xbox 360 release thanks to a new partnership between Silicon Knights and Microsoft, which included transforming the unreleased game into a full-blown trilogy. So you were cyberkinetic Norse gods fighting Loki's robots. Yeah, robotic forces. Sounds awesome. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that goes back to like even that not maybe turning mythology on its head, but looking at it from through a totally different lens. What's what's actually a really uh, funny and sad thing about that? I think the thing that killed that game is they really tried to like 
go really like innovative with the control scheme. Uh, the melee fighting was handled on the right thumbstick. Oh no! Uh, but you're like, uh, th- isn't that where the camera's at? And you're like, no, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like the old Resident Evil games. We got the camera. You're good. Trust oh, us. Oh, the worst thing. You and can you're do like, with a no, please don't. Well, wow. I, I was looking. <clears throat> so this article came out because it says now for just one week, Microsoft's making Two Human available for free on the Xbox Game Store. Then it's gone forever. Yeah, um, that's actually what had it kind of in my mind. I was watching E3, and uh, they, they made right. that announcement, so I thought that was really interesting. Update on the article, it is not gone forever. If you'd like to play it, it is going to be in the Xbox Game Store indefinitely, but there are legal battles going on right now with it, which is why they, they can't leave it in the store. Yeah, so. Get it for free yeah, while you can. Everybody wants it, is what it is. is it, that's what yeah, happened. They're trying to finish those other two games in the trilogy. Yeah. So let's. So we don't, uh, we don't have a lot of time left here, but let's go ahead and wrap this up with a few things. So um, I want Lucy to be able to kind of give her take on some stuff. I know there's some things she wanted to talk about as well. Um, let's go through this part really quick. Talk about games that have created their own mythos that are now kind of part of like game or video game mythology or video game, you know, where you're like, okay, when I think of a world that's been created, you know, and, and a mythos and like just those things that you feel like, okay, for instance, I'll give one, you know, like The Legend of Zelda or one of those mm. things that that's created. So, I mean, we were talking about back all the way to like 89 or let me not sound like a fool here. I think Zelda came out maybe in 87 or 6, but I looked that up while we talked. Well, but, they've, they've got like deities. They've got creation yes. stories. They've got all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, I would agree that it's. You, uh, you told me, Will, that one of your favorite parts of Breath of the Wild was, uh, wait, is this a spoiler for the game? You talk about like the big things that you were telling me about that you really like. Uh, the thing, well, I mean, I, I can, it's I not, can. They're, they're not like the final boss. Uh, yeah, I can talk around it. I mean, there's really no spoilers for Breath of the Wild, to be honest with it's you. It's been so open and out there for so many years, and it doesn't have that much of a story. No, yeah. it doesn't. It yeah, doesn't. But, but so, you're so going around saying. getting the guardians. Yeah, the, the d- unlocking the guardians, the divine beasts. I mean, like you yeah. got the divine beasts and the guardians and and stuff like that, which I thought was excellent. Breath of the Wild took Zelda mythos into a whole different realm, which I thought was excellent, where it gave it. it gave Princess Zelda like this purpose and she was searching for it and like, dude, that game's very emotional as well. Like very with, much with, so. with Zelda and like what she's trying to do. Like collecting the memories. Oh my god. Right. And I am super excited for this next one that they're developing right now. And just I mean, because it looks real dark. But <laughs> um someone but yeah, told Zelda. me by the way the other day that that might be the original concept for Ganon. Oh, really? that would be so cool! That zombie character that you see at the end of the trailer, which did actually Terrifying. first release was in '86. '86, you're pretty close. Um, I, I think that zombie character is supposed to be Ganondorf from yeah, like really? Ocarina of Time. Yeah, because no. he's got the the forehead piece from Ocarina of Time. He's got the red hair. No, so way. That's, wait, are Ganon and Ganondorf different? They're kind of different. Oh, yeah. I see. I didn't even know that. So, so Ganon, Ganon, yeah. go, no, go ahead. I'll say Ganon is Ganondorf kind of possessed by the power of the Triforce where he kind of turns into a beast. That's the one where he looks like a pig most of the games. Yes. Oh, Ganondorf wow. is a character. I think Ocarina of Time is the first one that had him. He was the ruler yes, of the... Um, of the uh, people in the desert, the the uh, oh god man, desert man, Gerudo, uh, the yeah. Gerudo, yes, yes, so yes, he yes, was yes. their king. So that was an actual person. Gerudo, Gerudo. I mean, I, I don't know. I always, I always said it. I always, Geno, Geno, Gino, Geno, man. I always, always said it. I always said it. Guerdo, Gordo, no, the Gordos. No, okay, continue. But yeah, so I mean, there's, there's, and because people have such weight like they love those old Zelda games 
I think seeing that zombie character at the end of the trailer, that's all they had to show. And people are already like, oh my gosh, is that this connection to this game from my childhood? Which like, means that the mythos is effective. Yes, exactly. I think that's really cool because it's, it's mean, hard to do for that. Christmas one year, I got you an ocarina for like play yeah. music. Oh, yeah. Blue one. Mike plays a mean <laughs> ocarina. Yes. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for one, one, one game for me that, um, I mean, uh, for, for me, if you're, if you're talking about the you know, sort of standard for um, expanded universes created simply just for video games. It's got to be Halo. I mean, I'm not I'm not even sure exactly how many books there are, how many novels there are, Matt. A lot. But, I mean, they've got uh, the the Forerunner trilogy. Yep. They've got the the books that follow the events of the games. They've got all kind of expanded universe stuff. And it's all, like, good. It's all really, really well fleshed out. Um, the continuity is really, really good. Um, gosh, I mean, I can't think of a, of a game that fleshed it out better than Halo. Yeah, that's actually a funny thing. A lot of people are surprised to learn that about Halo because, you know, most public perception of Halo is, you know, the the Halo Red 1 through Halo 3 days. Yeah, Red versus Blue, you know, the kind of dude bro action shooter games. But there's actually a, a whole lot of stuff, especially if you remember back in, like, the days of Halo 3 with the terminals. There was a lot of, like, really interesting oh, yeah, stuff. The, terminals, the, the I Love Bees uh, ARG they had uh, way back in the day, which was actually referenced in the uh, Halo Infinite trailer, which is really, really cool. So even even just the way they, they flesh out the story of how the Spartans came to be yeah. yes. is is so, so neat. Like, Fall, I know Mike... Fall me, of Reach, great book. You should pick it up book. and yes, read it. Fall awesome, of Reach is a awesome great book. book. I know me and Mike spent a good amount of time while we were playing, um, uh, playing through uh, one of the Halo campaigns together, just talking about how neat it is to kind of turn the idea of the Spartans being heroes on its head a little bit by saying, well, these saviors of humanity were created by this evil, you know. Yes, that was in Reach. Know, right. Uh, Halsey right, is, right, ends right. up being like, ooh, she's questionable. I will say for Halo, though, because I've read a couple of the books. My friend Sean that we play with really was into the books, especially when we were in college. Like, he really liked them. But I found, especially for Halo 4 and 5, that I felt lost a lot of times in the game because I had not done my due diligence and watched the documentary and read the 13 the supplementary books. supplementary material, like, right? Yeah, I, don't, I almost think that they like it goes against them sometimes. It makes it hard as a casual player to appreciate that, it's like I guess. like the opposite of destiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But even as you're talking about a Spartan, and I don't have that much Halo knowledge, the first thing I'm thinking about is ancient Greece. Absolutely. So it's like, even when you say Spartan, okay, I'm thinking warrior, I'm thinking... And what's in their armor called, like, Mjolnir? Or so, what was that reference? Yeah, the, yeah. Mjolnir that, is, that is, is the, the Spartan armor. armor. Right. They've even done things like, and I'm sure there's more names in this, but like... The ultimate armor set that you can get in Halo Five right now is the Achilles set. The Achilles and, yep. set, yeah. and it's like it's actually got the Roman like you know the 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 helmet like yeah. the, the cool like it looks really which is cool. So one of the things Achilles was is um, there was like a huge. I'm curious how it relates to the game because his mother actually had to dip him into the river Styx, and they chose one weak point that could be on his body, which was his ankle. But it could only be done with your mother's consent. Of like a shout out Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh my god! Ouch! I'm so, so sorry. Uh, and actually, I think uh, kind of referencing our last point about uh, mythology being used in references in games, uh, Halo is kind of shot through with uh, especially. Uh, mythological names like we mentioned you know uh, Mjolnir we mentioned the Spartans um, and they I think they use it to good effect in a lot of times the the names almost give you like hints as to what something is it kind Function of, of it. yeah uh, like you, you know 
you've got the 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 one of the main bad guys in Halo Two is Tartarus. You know, you don't know what most people probably couldn't place that reference if they knew if they if they tried. But you know, something for a name that sounds like tartar sauce, you know, it's a bad guy. How does that work? Because deep somewhere in your mind, you know that Tartarus is you know one of the deepest levels of Hades. You know, and it just gives you. I mean, I know I did. I knew that for sure. But I know what you. That's that's, no, bro. Yeah, he was chopped up into little pieces. I did not know that, Matt. Yes. Legitimately did not know that. And now that character is even cooler than he already was to me. And in Halo 5, you have the hammer, which is Tartarus's gavel. Yeah. It's like, that's not really a reference to anything in the game, but like you know that that's got some weight to it. Like it feels yeah. cooler so, than it probably should be. Tartarus, it, just for reference, is like it's a deep abyss that the Titans were sent to in Greek mythology. Um, and so it was their prison that they lived in, but it also was known to have an essence. And so it's actually that essence of Tartarus that would come up. Um, and when you hear of the different gods like um, giving prophecy and stuff like that, it actually can be influenced by like the smoke you guys heard of that like god everything you just said is so heavy metal (laughs) (laughs) we are like tartarus was a layer of hell where the titans were sent by the gods you're like oh man (laughs) all right Uh, one one of those titans uh i don't know if he was sent to tartarus but being prometheus Mm -hmm. from which we get the prometheans in halo four and five so you know the Promethean Prometheus who stole fire from the gods and gave it to man, like a lot more gray area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, been sitting, how you been sitting? How you shut up? How you been sitting on all this knowledge, like in the podcast every week, and you're not throwing down? I had no idea Tart- what Tartarus was. I had no idea Prometheans. Like, dude, that is super cool. And that's, that's the awesome. thing, like uh, that, like to me, somebody who has a little bit more knowledge than probably a basic oh, person, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> to, to to be fair, uh, but like I hear the name Prometheans, the Prometheans are the bad guys. Like they were the the ancient enemies of humanity. If you look at you know Halo Four and Five, but the name to me says maybe there's something more there. Did did the Prometheans somehow steal fire from the gods, the the forerunners, to give it to humanity and to to, to somehow equalize well, that? Meant like, to be a gift, uh, you know, they, they go into in the Forerunner trilogy the battle between the humans, the forerunner, the the uh, advent of the flood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, dude, you, you might be on something there, man. I, I hope so. Man, I like it. That would be like super it. dope. I mean, even when you think about phrases such as Pandora's box, yeah. you know, you hear stuff like that and you're like, oh, shoot, don't open it. Don't mess with it. Yeah, but it's so suffused like, in the culture. Like, yeah. uh, it's like uh, Darksiders, you mentioned. Like, yes. if, you had, if you had shown me, you know, cool apocalypse sword game, I'd have been like, uh, okay. <laughs> but when you tell me that... You are the horseman of the apocalypse who rides war. I'm like, yeah. yes, because there's so much of that that's in my head naturally. So You're playing right? on that, like, the, yeah. you know, you don't have to. It's it's like uh, when when a new Star Wars movie comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, all they have to show is like, you know, all you have to hear is, oh, yeah, that. Right. That's all you need, exactly. and all that nostalgia floods yeah. in it. It's it's free connection that they get with you and, and there's so many games who and, and i know we've we've beat this point to the ground about games that use it but like when i think about the horseman thing i think about red dead redemption used that and uh you could go you could find the horses of of like famine uh was that the, like was that in dlc or was that just like a that was in the that was an undead nightmare dlc you that could like find deep the, fantasy that's yeah. awesome yeah you could find like the zombie horses but they were death war wrath and famine or something mm-hmm. like that and so and each one of them like the famine horse like where you could see his bones and he like flies around him all the time so and like cool. it was really really cool yeah so uh well yeah there that's that's uh that's <laughs> that <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
God, man. So, man it's so hey, man. good. Hey, man. Try that again, man. Here's what you do, man. You think where you're going yeah, before yeah. you start talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, yeah man. Um, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, listen, man. We're, we're just your friends out here, all right? This is just. I'm not sure you are anymore. <laughs> I'm not really sure you are. No, not us with you. I mean, us with our <laughs> listeners. We don't mean we're your friends. That's not what we mean. You're kind of the dead horse on the ground that we just keep kicking. Okay, good. It's famine. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. I'm Tying it in. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Well, uh, that is all the time we have for today's Four Plot Podcast. I want to thank Lacey for being here with us Absolutely. today. Absolutely. I hope thank will you. be a, uh, yeah, it claps on your legs because we're holding our microphones. There we go. <laughs> Slap your leg fat for Lacey. <laughs> I feel much appreciated. <laughs> oh, we're cutting that out. No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's <laughs> it's it's a it's a thigh slapping good time. No, man. I think that has to be the uh, tagline at the beginning. <laughs> Hashtag slap your thigh fat for Lacey. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> Get it trending. Slap your leg fat for late. <laughs> 2019. Get it trending, man. Get it trending. Okay. Moving on. Um, yeah, I would really like to thank Lacey for being here today. Hopefully, she's a more regular guest on the podcast. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and just all the knowledge of, of the mythology thank and you. like the, and kind of guiding our, guiding our talk because this was, this was really cool. Also, didn't know Matt was your classmate, obviously, <laughs> and like knows everything as well. Yeah, we hang out on the DL. Uh, yeah, cl- I was homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like, I learned everything we talked about from God of War one through three, so I don't know what uh, I don't know what we're talking. Are you about. one of those weird homeschool kids who got to like pick your own curriculum? So it was just Halo and mythology. That'd be great, <laughs> man. You, you never guess what <laughs> subject I picked. Man. Was it uh, was it Quidditch World Cup and Lord <laughs> of the Rings? <laughs> Lord of the Rings, hey, yeah, everything. Listen, we can laugh at you all day long, but anything's better than like taking Algebra 2 and stats, because I don't use any of that, and I would definitely use Greek mythology Absolutely. and Halo and, and Quidditch World Cup now. Those, those are much more useful skills than <laughs> geometry. Very true. You know, was, ge- ge- yeah, I think I said it Do right. Do they have geometry in Alabama? I don't know. <laughs> we, get, we get geography and geometry mixed up real easily. So. <laughs> is this Which about- one helps me cut down trees? <laughs> what shape is Alabama? That's geomographically. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. I think it's a Georgia accent. <laughs> yeah. Sure, whatever. Sorry. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You just offended all my home people. So that's that's that's. Fine. You know, our whole family's from Georgia. Let's, 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 thing, right? let's get one thing straight, man. They ain't never gonna be offended. They ain't got no internet. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't figure out how to get this podcast anyway. Come on now. Okay. That's that is that let's is be real. And then fill up the jugs true. of internet. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. To, <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's the hardest you've ever laughed for anything ever. <laughs> Matt hit a full joker over here. <laughs> anyway, okay. So that's all the time we got for the Four Plot Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Will. Hey, I'm Trevor. I usually say my name. <laughs> I'm Lacey. Thanks for having me. Hey, we need- <laughs> I'm Mike. Give it to Matt. Matt, sorry. God, yes. we are the worst at intros and outros. We hey, see- man, if you got a board that had five channels instead I'm of sorry. four, you wouldn't sorry. have to keep handing mics back to guys. I'm sorry. Hey, like a bunch of plebs. Like button, uh, smash that subscribe so we can get a little bit bigger sound, boy. Hey, man, we hadn't picked up any sweet sponsorships from like Taco Bell yet, so I don't, all I got is a 
All I got is a Where's that show. Audible sponsorship that everybody has, that man? everybody has. I'll, okay. Oh, my God. I'm basically sponsoring Audible by now. I think I've bought, like, yeah. eight books this week alone. So, thanks for listening to the 4 Plot Podcast, brought to you by Audible. See you next week. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Today's music in the 4Plot Podcast was brought to you, as always, by VGR. You can find them by going to YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you find your music, and search VGR or Video Game Remixes.